0: Hello, it's Jan Jordan, author and host of the Destiny of Times podcast. Welcome to Time Capsule 10.3, where we go back in time and replay the roundtable episode number eight, featuring Dr. Jordan Daniels. So just sit back and relax. We've got a great time capsule plan for you.
1: And real science is someone our next panelist has in common. She has a double doctorate in aeronautical engineering and astrophysics. She is a scientist from Earth Space Science Cooperative in 1996. She's Dr. Jordan Daniels. Welcome back to the show and our roundtable, doctor. Thanks for having me back on the show, Ms. Michaels. Always a pleasure to be here. We have heard about your work on the Matter Energy Conversion Project. How did that impact transportation
0: and space travel once it was discovered? technology worked well as you can imagine i was delighted when i proved my thesis and i was able to convert matter into energy move it from one place to another and convert the energy back to its original matter form once i perfected the formulas rate of molecular deconstruction and reanimation the rest of the equations fell into place and long story short I got a research facility to perform testing and prove it was safe to use on liquid, solid, non-living, and living things.
1: Dr. Daniels, Captain Spin Howard here. We use your Matter-G- matter energy conversion device on the USS Destiny, which we call MECON. What inspired you to name the MEC you first created in 1996?
0: Well, Captain, ESSC and Ames Research use acronyms to identify all projects, typically just using the first three letters of the project device or description to catalog it in the project management file system or PMFS. So unfortunately, no inspiration, just an assigned acronym, which it seems has traveled forward into the future.
1: Thanks for your question, Captain Howard. Dr. Daniels, once the MEC
0: was ready for use, Where did they implement it first? Well, they started with the 10 most populated cities on Earth, New York, Delhi, Mumbai, Sao Paulo, Los Angeles, Beijing, Shanghai, Karachi, and Tokyo. We began the process of transitioning from fossil-based fuel transportation to MEC transportation. Within five short years, carbon emissions, diesel particulates, and fossil fuel production facilities were a thing of the past. A huge project Clean Up earth began, which saw the end of non recyclable containers and the removal of a three mile trash island in our oceans. This was the turning point for earth to develop sustainable transportation systems that were used on and eventually off the planet, helping us take the next step into space. I never get
1: tired of hearing about the transformation Earth made from a greed based to a sustainable and peace-based planet. And now let's get back to Dr. Jordan Daniels, pick up where we left off and find out more how the MEC in tandem with the Global Earth Orbiter or GEO, as we all know it, truly changed the face of transportation on Earth forever.
0: Thanks, Ms. Michaels. It is a project near and dear to my heart. I was always a conservationist and recycling disciple. My friends all called me the Woodstock scientist because I believed all nature's properties on the planet discovered in the 1960s were just waiting for someone to connect the dots and unlock the next big discovery and show us which systems in nature work together. So which came first, the MEC or the GEO? Well, that's a long story. Some of the other agencies had already proposed a space station orbiting around the planet. So when project funding came in first for the matter energy converter, naturally, I started the MEC first. Dr. Daniels, how long did it take for the GEO project to get underway? Once we built the MEC device and found it worked for any user with a small remote control unit, ESSC dedicated the space station to research and gave the green light to build GEO so we could have a port in space to build ships and launch them on missions right from space. The MEC was instrumental in transporting equipment and personnel on the GEO project, and it has been our primary space departure and arrival port since 2001 when it went into orbit. Wow, although we all grew up hearing
1: these stories, it's still so inspiring to hear how the entire project first began.
0: Thanks for your contributions, Dr. Daniels. time capsule 10.3 with Dr. Jordan Daniels. Be sure to stay tuned for time capsule 10.4 when we hear from the USS Destiny's Captain Sven Howard. See you at the next time capsule.